DCI's Field Pass is presented by Zildjian. Stack up and play out with Zildjian's new FX models. See and hear them at Zildjian.com. This is your Field Pass with DCI's Dan Potter. This is your Field Pass for Wednesday, July 8th, 2015. 75 years is a rare milestone for a drum and bugle corps. An elite few have made it to that age. Only the cadets, the Madison Scouts, and the Racine Scouts have achieved that milestone until this year. This year, the Boston Crusaders turned 75. Founded in 1940 as the Most Precious Blood Crusaders, a youth activity of Most Precious Blood Catholic Church in the Boston neighborhood of Hyde Park, the Crusaders were a dominant Eastern Corps in the 1960s, winning three CYO National Championships, two World Open Championships, and almost winning the 1967 American Legion Championship. They were also among the founding members of Drum Corps International in 1972. But it wasn't until 1999 that the Corps, also known as BAC, first made it into DCI Finals with a show of straight-ahead drum corps called A Collection of Symphonic Dances. Boston didn't just squeak into the top 12 that year. They blew the door down, finishing ninth, a leap they equaled the next year, coming in fifth in 2000 with their show Red. fifth again in 2002 with You Are My Star. Those two fifth place finishes are BAC's highest finals placements ever. Boston has been in the top 12 since 1999, and if the 1,000 plus alumni and fans gathered last Thursday at Gillette Stadium for the Corps 75th anniversary gala, if they have anything to say about it, they'll stay in the top 12 forever. In fact, as you'll hear at the end of this podcast, they have their sights set on a much higher goal. It was an emotional reunion for many of the people here. 
I spoke with former Boston program coordinator and core director Howard Weinstein, a man who remembers those years 99 through 02 vividly. My first year with the organization was 99. We had great progress, great motion in 2000. And then 2001, we were still pushing forward and doing great, um, but we had some uh, internal issues. Um, there was so much forward motion competitively, people expect that to continue. You can't always do that. So it, it had, had a little bit of an undercurrent. It was still a great year and a great drum corps, especially now looking back on it. It was stronger than we even knew. Um, but it, it was hard on the group backing down competitively a little bit. So coming into 2002, I think there was a lot of humility involved and a lot of care and making sure programming worked specifically for what that organization needed. And the stars just fell on the line, and literally, because that was the name of the show. And uh, everything just came into place for a year of, of, of great, great chemistry, um, great harmony with the organization, and competitively was one of the strongest years for us too. Howard Weinstein is standing next to Crusaders 1995 drum major and former staff member Randy Miller. Being here and seeing this, the, the amount of people that have turned out and the, just the stadium, how far it's come from when I was in the group, it's just astounding. I, I've run into people that I haven't seen in almost 25 years that have mentored me and brought me along and, and created who I was, and it's just so special to be around all these people. It's a story of survival, isn't it, Howard? Yeah, well, the activity, it's a nonprofit activity, and um, it takes a lot of resources, and each year it takes more and more resources, so you have to stay on the cutting edge, and fortunately this organization has done a great job of that for 75 years. So what's the secret to a core surviving 75 years? It's more than talent, certainly. A lot of cores with talented members and instructors have folded. And it's not just money. The, the course I mentioned earlier, the cadets, the Madison Scouts, the Racine Scouts, they've all seen lean financial times, but somehow they found a way to survive. Howard Weinstein says Boston's longevity is born of a sustaining passion. Not just passion for drum corps, passion for a drum corps. Well, I think that the bloodline in history is why we're here right now. I mean, that's probably the strongest force that's kept the organization moving, going, growing. And, and still vibrant because there's so many people that have their heart and soul in the organization, not just their talent. The people here at the Crusaders anniversary party had the chance to put their hands on the Corps' rich history. A curated display of pictures and memorabilia was spread out on several tables. Earlier in the afternoon, before it all got underway, Corps Treasurer David Simon walked me through some of the exhibits. First of all, where are we in Gillette Stadium right now? We are at the Putnam Club. The club seat level at Gillette Stadium is completely separate from the rest of the stadium. It's a huge banquet facility behind us, all set up with balloons and in Boston Crusaders, red, black, and white. Yeah, this is where the gala is going to be later on today. And what I'm looking at right now are three large tables crammed with Boston Crusaders memorabilia. What do we have here? A flag from the World Open 1966 presented by Drum Corps News when the Boston Crusaders won the 1966 World Open. Some amazing black and white, huge photographs of the Crusaders off the line, coming down the 50, some close-ups of the marching percussion. Uh, on mannequins uh, next to the tables are Crusaders uniforms throughout the years. The final table, what do we have? Looks like a very modern yeah, Boston uniform. Yeah, more current era, the most recent uniforms, the last two iterations of it. Uh, the Spirit of Disney Award that they won back in 2000. And if you look back, you can see uniforms from throughout the eras in the 80s and actually... The uh, gray uniform. The gray uniform from two years ago. And back back there actually is a... I think that goes back to the most precious blood. 
the maroon and gold. Maroon and gold were the And you can see flowers. the MPB on the shake out oh, there. Oh, yeah. It's amazing how similar the uniforms are even today to what I'm seeing from 1966 or mid-60s. On the second table now. There's core pictures through the years from many, many DCI championships going back into the 1980s. These are the big posed group pictures right after, usually after your uh, semifinals or prelims performance. Yeah, and actually, um, on July 4th, the kids are actually going to go down to Hyde Park, neighborhood of Boston, and they're going to go to the Most Precious Blood Church, and they're going to walk through the Most Precious Blood Church where the core was founded 75 years ago. Um, and then they're all going to get dressed, and they're going to walk two blocks over to the Hyde Park Municipal Building, um, and have their picture taken in uniform, which is the same steps where the Corps had their Corps pictures taken back in the 1950s and the 1960s. Hmm. And there's a new association between Boston Crusaders and Hyde Park, correct? Well, we just purchased a building uh, in Hyde Park. It's the Riverside Theater Works building is what it's commonly known as. Um, and it's going to be the future headquarters for Inspire Arts and Music. We're going to move our office from where it is right now in the suburbs down into the inner city we just launched a this past spring we just launched a world percussion program an after-school program for inner city youth we have about 35 or 45 kids coming every week doing world percussion uh, in the inner city and that's where the roots of the activity are in the inner city uh, youth programs for local kids and and that's we're actually looking at a video that they're going to be showing later today on the on the uh on the Jumbotron here of the, their performance at our concert in the park in downtown Boston, which was their first public performance uh, at the concert in a park event last month. And Hyde Park is now the inner city of Boston, right? Without a doubt. It's a very inner city neighborhood, um, very diverse community. Is there a revitalization going on there that you're part of? Or are you well, they're leading hoping, this? They're hoping that the, the street that we're on, they're going to call the Avenue of the Arts down there. Um, and part of that is the community theater building that's there. There's a very, very active and successful community theater program uh, that occupies the second floor of that building. There are a few other retail tenants on the first floor of the building that are helping fund the ongoing ownership of the building. And then our plan is on the third floor to build that out and have our offices there. My thanks to BAC Board Treasurer David Simon for the pre-party tour of Boston memorabilia. Oh, in case you don't know, BAC officially stands for Boston Area Crusaders, or Boston Area Corps, though it is also an acronym for other three-word phrases. Sometimes people think about BAC, and it has a few sayings behind it. I guess most famous is Badass Crusaders. Yeah, you can clap for that. This is Boston Crusaders board member Michael Woodall. And that has a survivalist feeling to it. And what I, I want to share with you is the organization that is running the Boston Crusaders today, BAC for us, stands for Building a Champion. And I'd like everybody to start to say, when someone asks you what's BAC stand for, it stands for that, Building a Champion.
We have links to a picture gallery from the Crusaders' 75th Anniversary Gala on the Field Pass Facebook page. If you're not already following the Field Pass on Facebook, search for DCI Field Pass. You'll find it. Now that we've gotten a good taste of how their alumni feel about this milestone, let's hear from BAC's current members about their hopes for the next 75 years. We'll do that in part two of our report from Boston on Friday. DCI's Field Pass is presented by Zildjian. Visit them at zildjian.com. The Field Pass theme music is by Mark Higginbotham. I'm Dan Potter, back Friday with another Field Pass.